Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of our take on The Bold and the Beautiful. My name is Jonathan, and I will be your host today. And as always, I am joined by Jenna, Marissa, and Durante. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. Hi. Uh, we've got a week <laughs> to discuss. Um, there's There was a little bit of action that happened on Bold this week, but some interesting behind-the-scenes stuff came out that I think is more important to start with. So, first up, Allie Mills, who plays Pam Douglas, is off contract, according to CBS Soaps in Depth. Um, after 13 years, she's been dropped down to recurring. Are you guys sad we won't be seeing much more of Pam? Well, when did we actually ever really see Pam anyway nowadays? Kind of exactly. the same. I yes. mean, if that's why they dropped her reoccurring, then okay. But I mean, the only time you ever see her is like on a holiday or when she has a lemon bar for someone to eat. I thought she was already recurring. I'm just going to be honest. I did too. Yeah, like, me yeah. too. When I saw that story, yeah. I was like, wait, she was on a contract? Huh. Um, the last time that I think they, they dropped the ball was I thought with Donna coming back, I thought Pam was going to have a little bit more to do. You know, I thought they were going to give her that rivalry again and kind of yes. play it up and, and see where that went. And instead, they didn't. They didn't do it at all. So, Which is too bad because, I mean, she's great in those scenes. Like with her and, uh, and her and Donna going back and forth. It's just like that was what made this show great. Like, what was it, 10, 15 years ago when she slathered her up with Honey, uh, the big bear cabin, and then had a bear like mm -hmm. basically attack yes. her as she was like tied to a chair. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, God. Classic Pam, and it was beautiful. Like it was so great, and I was hoping for something, but you know, we can have nice things. Well, somebody else that we won't be seeing around here is Aiden Bradley because the actor who plays Xander Avant is going to join the rest of the Avant family uh, in off-screen bold. Um, as he gave a statement to uh, Soap Opera Digest, letting him know that he is no longer on contract and he's going to be still part of the Bold and Beautiful family, but he's going to use his time to pursue other projects, a.k.a. we'll never see this man again on Bold. Are we surprised? Well, we already knew that. <laughs> I mean, they brought Zoe back, so that means someone had to go. Yeah. I, I, Ridiculous. Why? Like... I'll be honest, I did not like the character of Xander. I really didn't. I didn't see his purpose. But the actor was actually really good. And I think they could have wrote way more for him to do uh, than they did. And the fact that they just decimated that entire younger set after you know, finally starting to build it just makes me sad. Well, I didn't really see a point to him, but I think it's just... Is what it is. See you later. <laughs> well, are you guys excited that Lawrence St. Victor is returning as Carter? Because yeah. he's been back yeah. in a few episodes. He's nice to look at, so. Can they give him uh, something to do? Yes. I would be more excited Please. than the game of Serverline. I, I think it was you, Marissa, that said it previously, but can we get him with Steffi? Please? Yes. Please? Oh, please. please. Oh my god, please. Because that would be a storyline, and I don't understand why they didn't do it. <laughs> and can we get him with his shirt off a little bit? Please. <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying with Steffi, because you know she won't let him keep it on. 
less. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, in other bad news, uh, Patrick Mulcahy, who is part, in part of the writing team since 2005, has decided to walk away from his role. There's been rumors that he was going into retirement, but he is not. He just uh, is leaving bold and taking a little break before looking for his next opportunity. I've So, Bold is one of those shows where you can tell when the writer who's doing the script, I feel like, knows the history of the show and cares, and when they don't. And Patrick's, I felt like his scripts always had a little bit more flair to them. They always a little bit more, like, care, I felt like, put into it. So, he'll definitely be missed. He will. Yeah. Yeah. But here's hoping that somebody who replaces him will have at least... <laughs> At least a little care, I hope. <laughs> I hope. Remember, YouTube is your friend. Yes, it, it truly is. But you know what? Maybe YouTube should just write the dialogue for Bold and Beautiful because it might <laughs> might actually improve it. <sighs> All right. So let's talk about this week. Um, not, not a whole lot happened um, because really we were just focused on <laughs> – once again, the single storyline of Thomas, Hope, and Douglas. But before that, we did get a little bit of Thomas and Zoe. So would you guys be interested if Thomas survived this week in a Thomas and Zoe pairing? Um, I'm down for that pairing. You know what I mean? I hope, like, I wish that the story was there. I feel like they're probably not going to go there because it's more so, like, Thomas is obsessed with Hope. So I doubt they're going to go there, but I actually saw chemistry, you know, so I really wouldn't mind it. They went there, but there's a whole process, so whatever. I I just, I liked the kiss. I liked the scene. I thought there was a little bit of spark and he was like, she equaled his amount of crazy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they balanced it out and I would love to see them like get together and then just decide, you know what? I'm going to take over Forrester. And then just kick out all those Logans. <laughs> and it won't last. Oh, of course not, but... But it'll be a good couple good scenes. That, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If only. So, alright, let's just talk about the the elephant in the room here. So, Hope decided to go and hang out with Thomas and Douglas over at Forrester, despite Liam asking her not to. Um, this then involved her getting Thomas to sign over partial custody of Douglas and then run through the halls in a Nightmare Before Christmas or Halloween scene. And Thomas tumbled into a vat of quote unquote acid and. <laughs> Floated his way back up to the front. I words, just just words. I don't, I don't even know. So let's start with this. Thomas, did Thomas really just shove Douglas in like a closet somewhere? I think he gave him to Zoe. Or Probably. Something. Yeah, I don't think he put the kid in the freaking closet. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. At least I hope not. Oh my god. That was a reach. Hope is. I don't know. I think she's one to be the worst. But and bugged out because I don't think he would put his kid in the freaking closet. Like, come on. 
He's but crazy, Thomas, but I don't think he's do that. But Thomas wasn't helping. He could have just said he's here instead yeah. of just trying to force her to stay. All you had to do was tell her where he was, and she would come down. Yeah, I think he was trying to make her crazy. I think he was trying to make her crazy, and then she just fell right into the trap. Honestly. But with that said, how I hate that they made him so crazy. I hate that they've taken it down this way because, honestly, those scenes when they were just like talking and hanging out in the the office, and Douglas was looking cute, and Thomas was Mm -hmm. in that red suit, and they were just eating dinner and having fun, like that would have been a good story. I like them together, but like he is so crazy that no amount of chemistry is going to make up for the way that they've written the story up to this point. Well, that should have been the story. Like, remember we talked about it like a couple episodes ago. Like, it would have been great if that was the story. Like, when the whole Phoebe is Beth thing before we ever found any of that out, like them getting really close and like, you know, creating like this little family and maybe they were engaged because this is bold and, Mm -hmm. you know, everything goes so quickly. You know, and so by the time they figure out that, you know, Phoebe is Beth, like, she already has, like, this attachment to the both of them. To Douglas and she doesn't know what to do with family Thomas, to And she doesn't know what to do, yeah. you know, and it makes it where there's no, like, real bad guy. But then they had to go off on this weird, like, obsession story. And it's just, like, why? Mm. We, we always had do that. such a good story. Like, yeah. it would have been compelling. It would have been tugging at your heartstrings. You would have felt bad for all of these characters, you know? But then you have Douglas finding out that, you know, the, about the truth about the baby, not telling Hope, and then basically killing Emma, and then threatening Xander and Zoe, you know, for however long, and Flo, until, like, all this storyline came out. And it was just, like, make it make sense. Why are you doing this? Like, there was never, like, a real reason why. Like, yes, he he loved Hope. He wanted to be with Hope. I get that. But if you love her and care about her as much as you say, why wouldn't you tell her the truth? The moment you found out. And it's not just that. It's your sister. Like, your sister is the one that's going to be hurt most of all out of all of this. But instead, you know, his family doesn't matter. His son doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is his obsession with hope. It's just, it was dumb. It was dumb from the freaking get-go. And now we have him falling into a vat of whatever it was. It looked kind of like the goo from Roger Rabbit, by the way. It really kind of did. And he looks good, by the way. When he floated up to the top, I'm like, man, there was no pores. His skin was shiny. I was like, wow, is that all it takes? It's a good drop in a vat of acid and give you that nice looking skin. It's it's just it's been so stupid, like from the get go. It's just been so dumb. And it's what they should have done in the first place was just make the three of them a family, and then have it go from there. It wrote itself, but you know. Did I would never forgive them for what they did to Thomas because like. This doesn't feel like Thomas Forrester. This feels like a completely different character with, with the name Thomas Forrester slapped on him. And like, like you said, like the only like real like thing that he was like crazy, I feel like, of an example was when he blew up Rick's car or something. You know what I mean? Like in 2008. Yeah. That's the only inkling that he was like crazy. He's not even like, yeah. I just feel like now they just brought him back and like they're like, all right, he's going to be the bad guy. You know what I mean? He's going to be the one trying to do, like you know what I mean trying to get hold becomes obsessed crazy whatever but I feel like they should have done like more of why is his like what is his motivation for doing this even if it was like okay Caroline died he lost his mind maybe they could have did that you know what I mean him wanting a mother for his son but then they went off on him being crazy and just horrible to his own son so it was kind of like 
Like, what's going on? Like, I just, I'm not understanding the story, really, for me. Like, I just don't get it. Because it really doesn't make sense. Because I think if they had gone the direction that you just said, because that's kind of where I thought they were going to go, is make him crazy because of the loss of Caroline, and it was all sudden, and now he just became obsessed with getting a new um, mother for Douglas. But it's it's not about that. It's, it's about the fact that he's obsessed with sleeping with hope. That's yeah. it. Like, it's not even that he's in love with her or that he wants to do anything with her. He just wants to consummate their relationship as a man and woman should. And she in just, their marital bed. In their marital bed. And I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's 2019. Uh, Steffi Forster is over here on Tinder swiping. I'm sorry, Thomas. I bet you, I bet you, all you have to do is get up in that app and you can get a piece of whatever you want yeah. real quick. And... That's just it's it doesn't make sense. It doesn't it doesn't work for me. At all. And then like beautiful woman in front of him and he turned her down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then the other week he was just saying how much he hated all the Logans. He hates them. Hope she he hates her too. And all of a sudden he's in love with her. Like, come uh-huh. like which one is it? Inconsistent. Uh, Inconsistent. In, yes. In the writing, in the dialogue. Like what is like they're just bipolar with it or something. I don't know. They don't know where they're going with the stories, with the dialogue. They just don't know. Like, it's just doesn't, I don't understand it. Yeah. That's pretty much, pretty much it. So Liam, meanwhile, is hanging back out with Steffi all the time. And I just, if this is not just anvils over the head that they're going ahead with a reunion I don't, I don't know what is the way that they panned up on that stupid photo she still got up at the house <laughs> like it's i'm horrible. sorry in no point in my life it would there be a photo of me and my ex when i'm up Mm-mm. in my living room when i'm thinking about dating somebody else no like if it was like a small picture in Kelly's room, I'd yeah. be like, "Oh, okay, that's fine." Her parents, okay, whatever. But in the middle of the living room, where everybody comes, and you just look stupid because it's like, "Girl, he has a wife already. Like he's already moved on. You need to move on." It makes her look pathetic and sad, and it's embarrassing. Uh, I I mean I, maybe like the decoration department just wants to keep it up so that way you know when they inevitably get back together because you know it's gonna happen anyway they don't have to move anything around it's already just there. I mean, maybe it's a time saver. I don't know. Nice things. That's all. That, that's all. Um, let's see here. So, I'm confused as to what Ridge wants. Like, so, he is over here kind of confiding in Shauna about his feelings for her. And then for Brooke and his family. But then he goes back to uh, Brooke and is, like, making out with her and, like, trying to talk about that. But he has some – Thorson has amazing chemistry with uh, Shauna. And when they were talking about the cognac and just, like, sitting there and drinking and hanging out, like – That was sexy. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. He I got that little that. burr in his voice, like when he was talking, and I was just like, "Oh, child, okay, here we go." 
this is amazing. I was like, maybe we're actually going to have sex. Oh my God, people having sex on this show. No, never mind. Okay. Never mind. (laughs) I would have loved it. Like, if you just took her right there on the couch. Yes. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Like, it was there. Like, she was literally right for the taking. Like, you are Ridge Forrester. Uh-huh. Come on. But he's still have the and just do it. Exactly. He probably didn't have his pill. He probably couldn't. Whoa. I mean, oh. damn. He probably had it in his back work. pocket, okay? You know he's got it. He must have unpacked by now. It's all I'm saying. I mean, I think it was more of a struggle with whiskey, but. Oh, my true. God. Poor guy. Poor guy. Well. Is there anything else B&B related that you guys wanted to discuss before we move on and wrap up? Can we, like, talk about, like, the push? Like, what did you guys think about her pushing him? Like, what do you think? What do you think it was self-defense? What do you guys think? I thought he was in her way, and she wanted him out of the way, so she pushed him, and he fell. It was an accident. Yeah, I mean, she didn't even see him going over no the thing like she wasn't even looking that way like she was looking towards the exit but did you guys see like when she first walked in it looked like she saw the acid you know what i mean like i feel like it was really like weird i don't know how did you not hear the acid because that was so loud but when they ran when she ran in there she looked down it seemed like and I felt like she saw the freaking acid there and then he's just sitting talking talking to i would have been like yo like Let's just go in the other, like, you know what I mean? Let's go in the other room. Let's just go back or something. You know what I mean? It was just really weird. And then, like, all, like, the uh, the camera and the eyes and stuff, it was just very oh, strange. so dumb. It also, was so weird. I'm pretty sure that's the same set where Ivy got shocked a few years ago. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, it, it's, like, the only time we ever seen that, that set is when somebody's got to get, like, brutally injured. <laughs> That is pretty true. It's so dumb. But I did not think it was on purpose. That was not her case. If she wanted to, she would have, like, honestly, I think she would have pushed him down the stairs before she pushed him into a vat of acid. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, it it was, I, I definitely didn't even think it was, like, a Brooke when Brooke pushed him off the ledge. But with that yeah. said, if I'm Thomas at this point, once I come back from the dead, I'm staying away from anything with corners, anything where I can <gasps> fall anywhere because nope. He's got to have a fear of heights now. His PTSD. He would think. Good lord. Stay away from Logan women. No, Matt, right there. That part. <laughs> Are you going to get pushed? <laughs> well, I mean like the thing is when like like, I was kind of going back and forth with some people on here, and it's like, okay, so, like, you brought up Ivy. Like, when Steffi pushed Ivy away, she didn't mean for her to get electrocuted on that board. It was not intentional. It was like, hey, you're in my space. I want you to go away. Like, whatever. She shoved her, and she landed on that electrical board. Like, it was the same thing with Hope. Like, I want to get away from you. I am shoving you in one direction so I can go the other way. Like, it was not intentional. But these people want to, like, be like, well... Because I said it was the same thing, kind of like what happened with Allie. Like, if someone is threatening you in some way, like, and then people are like, oh, Thomas had a tire iron. It's like, you're missing the point of what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you feel threatened, you will do whatever you need to do to get out of said situation. Exactly. See, I agree with that also, but it's just the fact that I feel like Hope fans, they'll just jump to, oh my God, like, Hope did an accident when Steffi 
was defending herself, she was a killer. That's my double standard in that. Like they're saying that Steffi's a killer, but Hope isn't a killer. It's the same thing, right? It is the exact same thing. I don't know. It's like I get that they're both defending themselves. I just feel like it's like fans, like certain fan bases see certain things on TV. You know what I mean? Everyone's watching this different story, allegedly, I guess. I don't know. Well, that's exactly what it is. They see it their way through their shipper glasses, fan mm-hmm. people glasses, instead of yeah. like what's actually written on what's the What's actually going on the screen, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate, but... Maybe, you know what, I should order a pair of shipper glasses from Spectra Fashions and maybe I'll be able to enjoy it as well. Ugh, I don't know. I I, I want B&B to get better. I really do. But I don't understand, like, the amount of people that are talking about how Bold has improved and talking about how it's, it's so much better and how it, it should be up for best drama uh, this next year. And I'm just... I don't see it. I don't I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Like the only reason that Bold has been in for best drama is because there's only four freaking soaps left. Like you have to have a category. You know, <laughs> like you know, you have to give people like there's four soaps. Okay, let's, you know, four of these soaps, the only ones that we have left, yeah, you're gonna be in best drama category, but it makes doesn't make sense. Like, I feel like sometimes B&B can be good and sometimes it just, it's freaking horrible. Like, just, I don't know. I feel like half the year it's good, half the year it's hor- fucking horrible. Ooh, sorry. Mercury. Like, it's, I don't know. But, you know what? I just hope that little kid that plays Douglas stays on screen for a long time because I do love him. He, he needs to be the future of this show. Uh, he should be. But it's yeah. a free show to show. Yeah. True. All right. So on a scale of one to ten, ten being amazing, one being unwatchable, what do you rate Acid Week Durante? I'm gonna give it a five only because I enjoyed Hope pushing Thomas into the acid. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I knew you'd enjoy that. Hey. It makes it makes it really enjoyable. All right, Jenna, what do you give this week? Oh, it's a three. It was just so plot driven, like so just like ridiculous. And then you know how Thomas bubbled up to the top after being in like a vat of chemicals, and like there's nothing wrong with his face. Like there's no burns or like dark marks nothing. or pock marks. Nothing. He had beautiful clear skin. Like, it's all just, yeah. Yeah. That's all uh, I got. All right. Marissa, what do you give this week? I, I'm sorry. I give it a two only because, like, I guess, like, the whole pushing Thomas was, like, shocking and it was, like, something to watch, I guess. But everything else wasn't really that great. For me, it, it really kind of was boring besides from... Friday's episode. That's it. Uh, for me, it is also a three. It 
it just wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. Now, I do think the reason why we didn't see the um, bubbling on his face or anything like that is because hey, my theory is that it's not acid. Like, that it was acid, and then after all that happened, like, they swapped it out, and there it was in the process of, you know, being cleaned out to be moved or whatever, and it was just water and maybe, like, a little bit of soap. So he just took, like, a little Dawn bath, and that's why his, his skin came up looking <laughs> nice and clean. He took a little Dawn bath. <laughs> but that, that's all I got for you. Um, it was it was terrible. This, this week was terrible, and I just I, – I can't can't – stand it but you know what hopefully they'll turn it around i don't know how i I don't but you know what we're just gonna hold out hope um so a little bit of programming note uh due to uh, some ongoing issues with you know <clears throat> our government um there will only be uh, three episodes of bold and the beautiful this week as the show is going to take couple days off to air some hearings so there will be no episode of bold on wednesday november 13th or friday november 15th um it'll be interesting to see how this affects future airings of the show you know if it's going to have more preemptions or things of that nature um real quick going off that a lot of people are talking about that being another death kneel to the shows uh, I not upset with this break. I I think that you know what news is important. That's what our local channels are here for. Does it suck that the soaps are not on when they could easily you know be streamed online or anywhere else? Yes, but I know not everybody has that capability. So I I don't think we're in for another OJ situation here where we're gonna lose a lot of viewers. But I mean, every day that you're breaking a habit is not a not a good thing. So are you guys worried about what this hearings might might do to the show i mean the oj thing was literally like months like it was like the entire month of july august september like it was a long time i mean they televised that trial five days a week literally for three four months like it was a long time and so i mean i don't think it's going to be that bad you're going to miss two three days okay, you know, we can deal with two or three days. They can find a way to, like, air them either later or, like, maybe they can even, like, double up on episodes or just they won't be on track with the holidays, which most of the time they're not anyway because CBS preempts a lot for, like, the parades and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's not... I don't think it's that bad. And it was very politically correct of you, Jonathan, the way that you said all that. Yeah, I was was... like, look at you being politically correct. I was trying so hard. But... I I just I think it's important that the these hearings are aired and I think it's also important that we just let it be. Like I think running around and acting like the sky's falling down the sky's falling because of the writing and the way the show's produced and the way the show's done. It's not because something's gonna take off and break the habit for a day or two. And like you said, it's it's gonna be a couple days. It's not gonna be a long period of time and how is this preemption different than Every other time it gets preempted to the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Until then, you can follow the podcast at Artake Media. You can see us online at artakemedia.com. Rate us, review us, 
talk to us on any podcasting app and let us know what you're thinking. That way others can find us and discuss BNB with us. Use the hashtag RTakeBold when discussing the podcast. You can follow Durante at Durante1985, Jenna at Jenna TV Lover. You can follow me at SoPiggyJohn. And Marissa, as always, is at Hey Bitches. <laughs> That's three A's, two Y's, three E's, bitches. You guys have a great rest of your day. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.